Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big sodi fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum-tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Your dream setup, amazing prices, and free shipping await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 247, Episode 5 of Dear Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it's Friday, July 29th, 2022, day before... My mom's birthday. Shout out to also also Sharon. my bad. Two days after Jack O'Brien's birthday. Yeah, I know he bro, likes to keep it real it. quiet around here <laughs> and he let it slip. And I'm like, and then I forgot to say it on your actual birthday. But you know, we're not I know you and I are not big birthday people. We're so not we're big birthday like, people. As, as a forty two year old man, I feel weird making a big deal about my birthday. I also I just don't I just don't want my, my own birthday makes me uncomfortable sometimes. Anyway, all that to say July 29th, letting you know what day it is. It's National Get Gnarly Day. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, Get Gnarly? Oh, dude, yeah. Gnarly Day. Gnarly Day. 
Uh, I don't know what that means. I think just embrace new ideas and toss out old ways. Oh, okay. so that's just how I live, actually. I'm just yeah. like constantly on that new idea grind. For sure. Maybe <laughs> Joe Biden can get gnarly today, too. For uh, sure. National For Chicken sure. Wing Day. Love that. And National Lasagna Day. Shout out to Garfield. So I have a, I have a new theory about Joe Biden. Did you see the clip? Well, we'll, we'll wait. We'll bring our guest in because I, I want to talk to him about this, too. But remind me that I have a new theory about Joe Biden. <laughs> okay. But shout out to... What, did you put Chicken Wings number three? As the, Was that... I mean, that's like... To me, I'm like, I don't, it's like religion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every day can be chicken wing day. I don't, fine. You know, Philosophy. I, think most, I don't need to preach the gospel of the chicken wing to anybody yeah. at this point. You either know or you don't at this point, And that's fine. Do what you got to do. Uh-oh. But it's all flat. I, just, all I think I just heard a cold brew get cracked. Yeah. Little, it's true. Absolutely he did. Absolutely did. <laughs> he says with a, with a glint in his eye. Oh, whoa. That shit is called Modern Times. Modern Times, the the brewery. Modern Times coffee, written in an old timey font. I got Whoa. two. I got two coffees for oh, you. Oh no, Chris! Don't two do it Cabrizis. To us. He's got a fucking stump town on deck. Here no. comes a brain wipe. Yep. <laughs> Jack, don't even say wipe. what fucking story. We're not even talking about anything today. If, oh, if no. Crofton's got two sea brews yeah, we, on deck. I got these first. This is a special occasion. I love coming on this show, and I've been fucking miserable lately. So, I mean, Ooh. this is a big, this is a big, I'm going crazy today. This okay, for me we is honor you. National Lasagna Day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Whatever you said it was. I'm celebrating with cold brew. Hold on All right. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hold on. All right. We're not allowed to talk oh, while no. he takes a sip. Contrary to what uh what usually happens on uh <laughs> podcasts where you're supposed to speak over your co-host or your music guest is sips. A He's like, wait, nope. Shh, shh. Let me just take this sip and <laughs> and come back and sing rhythm is a dancer. Is, I'm having some fun, you know, because uh hey, you know, I don't know, guys, if you guys uh, you guys probably aren't. You're probably not having that much fun either. Reading the news every day, you know. So I'm like, this is the greatest. Yeah. This is this is National Lasagna Day. (laughs) Now, right now, that's what I call National Lasagna Day. My (laughs) favorite anthology of uh, albums. Well, uh, anthology of albums. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Chip. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. That is the rare movie quote that works as an AK without any adjustments from uh, the movie Talladega Nights. And yeah, my friend was making fun of me with that quote because that was how, that was my big uh, way I treated myself on my birthday was getting that purple thunder Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And it paid off. It's the simple year. Simple man. Simple yeah. man. Simple place. That's right. Love to see it. Did you know that Will from our sister network, Big Money Players, is in that movie? Will uh, Farrell, I think. Will F, the guy from yeah, the Will F, <laughs> yeah, from He's our AA meeting? meeting. Will F, yeah, right, yeah. That guy yeah, lies no, all Will. the time. He said he was in on SNL too. I'm like, right. okay, fool. Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, I'm um, thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Go by the sea, boys, and fill my bowl. I'm making subway tuna casserole for Miles Gray. Okay, Woo! shout out to Bottles and Fans because yeah, I mean, we're scooping out the fucking sea, boys, and fill out my the bowl. Sea. Because I'm making Subway tuna casserole. Uh, yeah, shout out to Bottles and Fans on Discord for that one. Love to see the the all the all the great AKAs come together. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Ocean Hash. Well, yep. Miles, uh, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat 
by the wild card of Mount Zeitmore, a hilarious mm. stand-up comedian, actor, musician, yes. with a 7.4 rated album on Pitchfork. Author. No big deal. You can listen to his podcast, Cold Brew Got Me Like, or stream it on Twitch. His new book, The Advice King Anthology, is available to order on Vanderbilt University Press. Vanderbilt University Press. That's you right. You fucking hear yeah. that, you fucking Don't get it academic elitists? Yeah. He's here. Vanderbilt University, the same one you talk about at every goddamn Co-signed. dinner party. <laughs> yeah. The same one. That same one you go to goddamn Turks and Caicos and tell everybody your son fucking, you know, just got in. Well, guess what? This oh, Braden son... got into Vanderbilt? Oh, yeah, that's so great. He is going to love it. Honors at entrance. Honors at entrance. Braden's doing great. <laughs> oh, Braden. Yeah. And uh, also the, the, you know, Rick, who's the local judge, he actually dismissed his uh, vehicular homicide case. So he's oh. he's got a clear plate to go to college. Now we're really happy for him. Yeah. And they're having this conversation on a beach towel three after three hours after they murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's with like a phone call with a business. decision. Yeah, but right, it's like right, yeah, yeah, not like in a cool way. It's gauche no, to talk yeah. about that. So you just talk about like fucking Vanderbilt. Yeah. But yeah, I took over Vanderbilt. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's your university now. Oh yeah. I can go over there anytime I want. I can be like, (laughs) Chancellor, what's up? Anyways, hold on to your butts because the poetry window is open. It's Chris motherfucking Crofter. What's up? What's up? I'm so glad to be here. So good to have you. In my (laughs) in my thank you, in my barn or wherever wherever I'm in the storage unit I I broadcast from. Yeah. You see what's behind me? Uh, yeah, just a bunch shelf? of junk. Looks like a yard sale, huh? Not really. Kinda, it kind of yeah. looks like I'm my living room. that yard sale life. What do you got? A <laughs> hammer there? Uh, <laughs> God, it's not even mine. It's my landlord's stuff. It's like a bunch of children's toys and hammers, and <laughs> I mean, whatever. The, somebody else's life that I live in. <laughs> looks like a beach high lie, like one of those beach high lie. Oh, like scoop ball like, things. Scoop yeah, ball. probably. Yeah. You know, I don't scoop know. Scoop out the sea. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I have to block a lot of stuff out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's modern American. Yeah. Surviving as a modern American. When Rock. I look at that pile of junk behind me, all I see is a, I see a fresh pineapple. I see, <laughs> all I see are dollars. That's all sign. I do. I see like, a, I see a fruit bowl. I see a nicely arranged fruit bowl. The kind <laughs> that like, uh, Cezanne or whoever, whoever would have painted or whatever. Oh, whatever. Wow. Uh, Getting arty on us. El Greco. Yeah. Yeah. I just had some cold brew. I start talking about artists. Yeah, El Greco is one of those rare, like, re- I don't know, Renaissance, but like uh, master painters who also sounds like a bookie, like a little bit. I oh, yeah. Know. Nobody else feel me on that. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, I mean, cool. it sounds like a mob boss. It's my last like, episode. Hashtag yeah. El Greco. <laughs> hashtag El Greco. Uh, yeah. Hashtag bookie. Hashtag canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, like I, I don't I, I was an art history major, so I like to sprinkle in. uh Oh, you were? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I didn't. And I was a sports gambling major, so yeah, I did that. I didn't go to class or anything, so I'm always like looking to paintings and being like, "Is that, is that a um El Greco or a?" Hmm. Mm, yeah, it could be El Greco <laughs> or probably Rembrandt. Yeah, or you know, be. or it could be freaking, no way to know. Could be uh, Pollock Jackson. Yeah, they're all very similar. It's impossible to tell them apart. I mean, what? El Greco and Rembrandt overlapped, but not Pollock. Come on now, Chris. Holy shit. Miles. 
I'm just saying. flexing on us with the knowledge. I'm just saying. Fuck, I'm just saying. Yeah, and- yeah Chris, Miles has changed. Uh, yeah. I can read your expression. And yeah, Miles has <laughs> I figured has your whole changed. shit out, Chris. Yeah. Holy gosh. So this is like, <laughs> wow, this is like a serious podcast now. Okay, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, this is one of those serious podcasts. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So you guys oh, are going to have to guide me along because I like have been like completely... I got back from New York. I was in New York doing a play, acting in a play. Oh, nice. wow. I was gone oh. for six weeks. Ooh. And I came that? back to just like, I don't know if it's depression from like from COVID I had when I was in New York mm. or whether it's from just like being, you know, bopping around New York City and then coming back to like this living situation that I'm not crazy about. But yeah. right, I'm sort of spaced out. Like I'm not. I'm not sure if it's co- long COVID kind of stuff, but mm. I definitely feel like I had COVID like a month ago now. Right. And I feel like I feel a little odd. Like, mm. I, yeah, I don't know. So I'm a little bit spaced out. So, you know, if I if I or if I just talk about depressing shit today, if I'm just like, you know, sorry, I'm just trying to like. Look, I'm trying man, everybody's to get got to work through their shit. You know, I can't I mean? quite. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. quite. I can't quite feel Put normal on it. I'm trying yeah. to figure out how, but you know, I can't get the joy from, you know, I'm drinking as much cold brew as I can. <laughs> I'm watching as much abandoned mind videos as I can. How's and I still game? can't seem to get back to my usual level of, you know, just like barely hanging on. Now I'm like, usually I'm hanging on with like, you know, three fingers and now I'm hanging on with two. Ooh. I definitely <laughs> felt that like maybe a, that's a little maybe that's an overstatement, but you know, yeah. but I'm hanging on. I'm not feeling. Yeah, it feels I, a little bit different. I I can I definitely hear that. I mean, I feel like other people who have experienced like a similar thing where they were sort of confused. I'm like, I don't know if I'm like just have a general malaise or if I have long COVID is something I've. Well, right. I've, what I've a time before. to sort through symptoms. You know what right. I mean? Like, well, how could you tell? Like, I mean, right. you could have. I can have a lot of ailments, but I mean, like. It could all be just reading the news. Like, you don't right, know. You right, know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't know. I either have long COVID or I read the news or I'm clinically depressed or I'm just a realist. I right, mean, right. how do you, how, you know, or or else I have too much clutter behind me in this, <laughs> Zoom, in this Zoom video. Like, what could it, who knows what it is? It's hard to pinpoint. I like a nice little seamless blend of depression, anxiety, and stomach issues. That's always good. Yeah. Like, is my stomach fucked yeah, up so, or is that or because? Is that because of Mitch McConnell. Is right. it causing, is my stomach causing it or should my I have, brain or my brain causing my stomach? Should I have put two cold brews in that fucking beer funnel? I've drank as much cold <laughs> brew as I possibly can today and I still feel like shit. <laughs> and I still feel so anxious and I've eaten so much candy too. Oh, it's man. not doing anything to settle my stomach. <laughs> I, I mean, you've taken all my suggestions. Drink as much cold brew as your body can possibly yeah. contain and uh, candy. Family-sized bags of Skittles. <laughs> well, that's the thing is also, I have like a 1950s idea of what like right. health and wellness is. <laughs> right. yeah. Like it's like, I went bowling. I still feel <laughs> yeah, horrible. I exercised. Yeah. I went bowling. <laughs> I went bowling and smoked a bunch of cigarettes and I still feel like shit. Did the hula hoop for 15 minutes. <laughs> I ate a huge hamburger with green peppers in it. <laughs> I don't know, Doc. It's just, something's not right. I bought a Plymouth and ev- I bought a new Plymouth and everything. I drank drank nine Rhine Golds. I worked on the car. <laughs> what the fuck? I feel like absolute shit. I'm wearing my strappy undershirt. 
<laughs> now, that's what the doctor's gonna about to ask. Are you are you wearing the strap? Look right here! Look right here! It's on my wearing it. Oh, oh wow. my god! Huh. And you're and you're smoking though. Hmm. <laughs> you're smoking really just unusual. Gosh. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you except for maybe just uh, I don't know. Have a couple more beers and go play more yeah. pool. Yeah, hang out with some more men. Have a few schlitz. Are you gambling enough? <laughs> that's the question. Right. All right, Chris. We're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple stories that we're not going to get to today. Uh, we're not going to get to uh, Joe Manchin. I don't know. Maybe we'll get to one of these. Joe yeah. Manchin. Uh, some some shit went down a on Joe Wednesday Manchin in surprise. D.C. A little Schumer gamesmanship and possibly like a third of a step forward for, you know, progressive values. So we'll... Hey. We'll do the math. We'll show show our work for what happened in <laughs> right. D.C. Maybe that, maybe more, probably not, probably not even that. Uh, <laughs> but before we get to any of it, Chris, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Well, I mean, this is like, I wish I could return to the heady days of telling people about things they don't know about. But I think it's really just, it's just been abandoned mind videos. Like, I've really... I've really become, um, I've got a problem with them. I watch them like they're, I don't know, the news or. Right. I watch them like they're HBO Max. <laughs> right. I watch <laughs> abandoned mine videos. Like I'm looking for new episodes. Like I go into a mine with one of these explorers and I'm like, I've already seen this mine. Oh, <laughs> Other shit. explorer, because it's the same syndrome as any video blog. It's like, there's only so many mines and there's right. so many poor people trying to make money mm. off YouTube that right. there's like, you know, traffic jams of people like waiting to look at the, the old glove. Oh, so you're saying like the mines are now becoming like packed with other yes. mine seekers. You have to wait in line to say the same thing about the same glove. Right, right, right. Because like a glove is like, I think, I've, I mean, I've been through this before, but I can't stop right. going through it because this is my life. I don't know why. I think everybody else should also endure hearing about these things. <laughs> because I can't stop. I love hearing. Wait, about what is the glove? I actually forgot already. Well, what is all, the of course you did. Because this is all. You're, of course, you did, <laughs> none yeah, of this stuff. You don't is care important. about me. None of this is important. <laughs> yes, none of this is important. And every person is their own industry and doesn't need to worry about anybody else. So that's right. That's that's one of my things. I'm I'm, uh, I'm actually in the business of the Jack O'Brien brand. Exactly. So, and uh, I am too. And I don't know what you're saying either. So I mean, that's like a, <laughs> <laughs> we just agree with yeah, each no, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. and no, continue making our own points. Passing on the ships passing in the night on the way to Patreon. That's how yeah. I describe like, <laughs> like modern economy. No one needs anybody. They just need viewers who they don't know. So uh, hey guys, do cave videos open with people going, hey guys, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like that guy who's that guy who like streams all day long every day that has like so many people he's like oh he's like <laughs> well, not, not not my not my landlord his son. name is not Miles my landlord's gray <laughs> not my landlord's son and not us but the guy guy who who's like uh he's like a liberal guy who like watches he's like on all day long his name oh, is hassan yeah that's it hassan yeah. piker Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, okay, that guy's making money, but what kind of life is that? Anyway, that's what I'm just thinking. I, I mean, mean, the yeah. guy has to stand there. And People got mad at him when he bought a house because he's I mean, like, that's when bro, you want I'm a regular job. Twitch. Like, when you there's a certain point where a therapist is probably like, you should get a regular job, son. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you probably. are going crazy. Like you have no friends. 
you're friends with a microphone and you and you and you you know it's like you're bo- doing great Chris, business it sounds but like you're talking straight to me right now i'm talking straight to myself to, my to miles yeah, my friend to is a microphone I'm my therapist just gives me once. notes on the show it's like maybe i don't know have you thought about like moving <laughs> yeah. the overrated underrated to the end oh so it's God. like a bookend like, right what? exactly do you feel oh like it's God. eating up too much in the first act i'm like what <laughs> also my therapist was like stop saying i'm saying stuff on the show that i don't say to you and I'm right like, what yeah <laughs> so you're not proud of me she's like i didn't exactly say it in those words i said as have- if therapists like i always imagine therapists are doing some important shit like they check out my podcast or whatever i'm like you probably oh. heard my podcast <laughs> as you probably heard this week like, on uh, my podcast, I I, I'm not. Yes, a, I know. My what reputation is podcast? Yeah, exactly. They're like, I'm how not you sure open what PDF, a Jack? Podcast is. Yeah. So I've been watching these abandoned mind videos. So there's only a few. You know, I've been watching them for quite a while. There's only a few things that can be found in an abandoned mind. Chris, how you know? do we like? Uh, is there an abandoned mind you want to go to to see with your own eyes? Because I oh, feel yeah. like this is like reminding me. I want to go about, to every one of them. Okay, but what's a mind you really want to check out? I started person? looking into it. I mean, they're all over the place. Okay, let's name. We'll fire one off, man. Maybe we can we can figure out a way to make this shit happen. Well, know? a lot of times, <laughs> is it going to be like a make a wish thing? Where I have to go by myself? <laughs> I don't know. Look, you may have to lie to a couple charitable organizations, but look, how about you? And you might have to go with John Cena, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. This guy says he has long COVID and he wants to go to a mine. <laughs> They're like, oh, I, I mean, what is that going to cost? Honestly, like, I don't know, like maybe 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. All this guy sure, wants sure, is, man. he just wants some trail mixes of cold brew. Yeah. And some and gas a lamp. Money. Wait, but yeah, like, is there a mind? I mean, are there minds where you're like, oh, shit, it's this mine? I'm, maybe they have a new angle on an X specific mine. I'm just curious where it like, you know, because well, you they, watch so much if there's one. They name the mines different. They use fake names because they don't don't want too much traffic. Oh, so they, they name them their own thing. They'll be like the jackknife mine, but it's like it's uh-huh. not really called the jackknife mine. But then I Another found this. Another AKF mine. I found a, I found a, I found a, a, a YouTube mining couple. But they're not like I think they're platonic, and I'm mm. like I, I'm on, on the verge of writing fan fiction about them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's Tom and Julie, and I hope oh, they so get a lot of them? visitors. They're called Tom, and it's called Mine Exploring with Tom and Julie, and it is it's fantastic because it's lo- low key. It's low key. They they know what they're doing, but they kind of have a vibe like they're just in their street clothes. Because some people go in and they look like they're like a SWAT team, right? You know, but <laughs> right. but, but, but yeah. these people look like they're Too wearing much equipment. But, and also, it makes me think I could do it. You know what I mean? Right? I'm like yeah, they kind of yeah. go in there in a way where they're like, we don't know what's about to happen. If it's dangerous, like they they'll they'll walk out. You know. But the other Tom, my explorers are like Tom and Julie are dangerous. They're making people think that they can do this. Stuff. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure, yeah. but there's a whole bunch of different personalities about the abandoned minds. There's like the same way as anybody approaches any kind of sport, or I guess it's not really a sport, right, but right. <laughs> I don't know if finding a hey. sport, I don't know if you could call it a sport when it's just finding people's old cigarettes, right. but, uh, pointing at <laughs> trash videos. What's that? Hey, look at that. That's trash. That's old trash though. Yes. Wow. Yes. It's like, let's carbon date that. I knew it. Yeah. 1972. Perfect. I'm 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 really into numismatics. Let me look at this coin. Ooh, 1983. That's a wow. McDonald's box box, but that's the older font. <laughs> I mean, that's the world I'm. That's the world I'm in. Yeah. Has is there a uh, similar subgenre of people diving uh, digging through like trash, like landfills? 
Yeah, that's called surviving in many other countries. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, mudlarking originally was was also but it's survive, old trash. I'm, I'm curious about people doing it with new trash to like study <laughs> what they find. You were like, it's got new be trash? vintage trash. New trash. Like how recent? Like just going to like a landfill, digging like straight down. This is something a Arizona professor used to do, and he was like, honestly, it's the only way to on like to get the truth about how people behave is by digging through their trash. And he was like, so for instance, people smoke way more than they self-report in those things, and they drink way more than they report self-report in any, like any statistic that is given, that is like cited, is underestimating like how much people drink and smoke by like three, three X, basically. But yeah, there's a lot of that. There isn't, yeah, I mean, it's how we know anything about ancient cultures wow, is, that makes through, sense. is looking at their trash. So somebody was like, yeah, we should just do this. But then he, it like never caught on. And I've always <laughs> been like, that should be like, it's a, a whole like branch of academia, but like nobody's like doing it. I w- I'm hoping like maybe somebody on YouTube will start it up. <laughs> okay. Let me look. I'm trying to look now. If so I were on my show, I would say cold study. brew got me like, I would play the sound effect after what you just said. It's kind of how I feel. Like there's I'm not like, enough. There's, there's not enough academia about trash. Trash digging. Yes. Modern archaeology. Like, come on. I'm so tired of academia fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Oh man! Now you got my catchphrase going. <laughs> uh. So yeah, that that reminds me of like underreporting. Like that's like you can't throw away porn in the regular garbage. Like it's like you can't. Right. Like, you know, when you're growing why up, not? when you're growing up, like, you know, you can't, the reason why people threw all their pornography on people's lawns and the reason why, you know, kids found porn all the time in the seventies and eighties on the street was because men wouldn't, you know, they couldn't dispose of it in their own house. Right. So like they were underreporting in their own way, how much porn there was. Mm. Yeah. So that's like, you know, like when the sorry, when the archaeologists go, you know, digging down, they're going to be like, oh, there are a lot more magazines being leaked out on the streets. Yeah. So right, we are underreporting right. how much porn George had. Right. If you've ever uh, had a drinking problem, you start to have a good idea of like, why are there all these alcohol bottles all over the place? Same same deal. You don't want like anybody seeing it in the trash. So like people just like, you know, throw One time, it out of their car. Yeah. So I, it took me a long time to figure that out. And, and, and I, 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 this is one of my favorite stories. So who knows, like maybe every time I've, that's the other thing is like this sort of weird depression I have is making me second guess and think everything I'm saying is like something I've said before, which is, I don't know if that's, that's sort of an aspect of depression. It's like indecision and things like that. Like you go to the store and you stare at the shelves. I, I think also a part and parcel of like talking a lot for like what you do too. Like there's constant times I'm like, I think. Yeah, but this story I still love. So, I mean, it's still worth telling. But the reason I found out that (laughs) people threw their shit out the window, because I always was like, Jesus wants us to have porn. Like, I didn't know why there was like (laughs) magazines on the streets. They feel like, yeah, this is a gift from God. Like, it's a teenager. Manna from heaven. A picture of a naked person is like a, you know, it's like gold or something. It's a myth. So, like, I mean, a naked, yeah, you find a naked, you find a porn magazine when you're 11 or 12. I mean, that's like finding, you know, yeah, you know, that's like Jesus came and gave it to you. It's like a so, stimulus check. Yeah, that's like a stimulus, <laughs> the definition of a stimulus check. Um, so a stimulus check. 
So, uh, so yeah, so I was working with this, <laughs> I was working with this fuck, this kid and he was like, do you want my porn movies? Like I have all these porn movies and like, I'm done going out with them or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I've already dated right. each right. one for a while. We're breaking up. Like, yeah. yeah, I need new. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I'm tired of these porn movies cause I already know how they go. <laughs> I know how they so, end. Yeah. 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 So, so like, I got to get new ones. So, so he, he was like, you want my old ones? And I was like, you know, I was you know, I wasn't do. I was fairly desperate at that point in my life, but I figured I could get my own porn. So I was like, no, I don't want you. He was like way younger. He was like a teenager. We were both working, painting a house. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't want your teen. No, you know, yeah. I did. I kind of did want it. I kind of did want it. his porn, but yeah. I wasn't going to say it. Cause I, I like that. Just, yeah. The age difference. You're like, I can't, I can't be yeah, out here. Accepting I gotta be this getting, kid's I'm 22 porn, years old. I should be able to get my own porn. So, uh, so, so he, he said, okay, well, I'm just going to drive around the neighborhood on my bicycle and throw them on people's lawns. <laughs> and that's because he was like, I can't dispose of them any other way. I can't right, put them in right. my own garbage. Right. So oh. I, I just, and then I was like, case cracked. I mean, that was like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I really felt like I had to tell the whole world. I was like, you know, I yeah. can tell you why. I know why the, the side streets of suburbia are littered with gag balls. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Stuff people are ashamed to have in right. their own garden. And then the archaeologists are going to go down eventually and they're going to be like, you know what? There are a lot more gag balls than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> people were gagging. Oh, yeah. We thought it was one per household. Turns out it was no. like eight. Yeah. <laughs> their estimate, their conservative estimate before was one gag ball per household. <laughs> <But> they, <laughs> boy, boy, were they wrong. So, uh, breaking 2090, whatever, no, probably like 30. Anyway, I, I, I wanted to say uh, just that back to the garbage thing real quick that people do dig down through the garbage sometimes. And one thing I heard was that hot dogs from the 1950s are still intact. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I love to hear that. Because one of preservatives. Thing, yeah. One thing the guy, the, you know, archaeologist who did this said is that you dig down and it's like a layer cake with every time they send out the yellow pages because everybody just immediately oh, throws wow. them away. And so yeah. there's just a layer of yellow pages separating. Like, the, right. there's like that's when they were ring. sent out. Yeah, that's when they were sent out and immediately thrown away by everyone. I used well, to I used to steal them like when I lived in this apartment in college because I was practicing tearing phone books in half. So yeah, for a while I was, <laughs> yo, bring phone books over. And I would just be like, I was just teaching all my friends how to tear phone books in half. It was a really weird <laughs> time for me. Look, the economy was in a fucking absolute spiral. And I was like, look, I, I have a college degree and no job prospects, but I will preach the gospel of how to use a cool technique to rip a phone book in half and win free drinks at a bar. Where did you, where did you find out how to do that? YouTube. Hey, man. It's like one of the first things I looked like this, is like, oh, seven, you know, like early YouTube. I was like, how to tear phone book in I half. I forgot like, you had the Internet. Yeah. First yeah. thing you ever Googled. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck it. Let's go. Because <laughs> I always heard it was like a technique thing. It had nothing to do with, with strength. So once then I saw the technique videos, I was like, oh, y'all are fucked. Watch me get watch me start tearing phone books left and right, putting people to sleep over your naked chokeholds. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue talking about mind videos probably for a while. We're not getting to any stories, so people just know right now this is going to be might. a... Who knows? We might. Hey. You never know. It's impossible to Stranger start. things. We'll be right back. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The future of customer experience is here, and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX One, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX One is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results, so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX One, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX One has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self service, and optimize agent assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. And we're back. And all right. So your search history was mine videos. <laughs> well, yeah, it just to be mine videos. Just that's the thing. Is like it's like uh, just to just to go back to it real quick. Um, <laughs> is that the, the, what you asked about the gloves? Like, there's only a few, <laughs> the only Shit. few things. There's only a few things you can find in an abandoned mine. Gloves. It's miners. What, whatever box. miners brought to mines, because yeah. these are that's what they are. They're mines that have been not used in a while. 
turns and, out. And usually the last time they were used was the, at the latest, like the 60s. Mm. And, you know, but a lot of times they're earlier than that. But still, even in the 60s, it was basically gloves, lunch boxes. You know, I mean, you're only going to find a few things, you know, that, I mean, there's no, there's no, no miner's going to bring in like a violin. Right. I mean, you're not going to find some, you find tuna cans, you find uh, cigarette packs, you know, things like that. And then the people find the cigarette and they say, look at the cigarette, this guy, imagine who smoked this cigarette. And I'm, <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> I love imagining who smoked the cigarette. That's my favorite fucking thing to do is to imagine who smoked the you cigarette. You pause the video and you just go close your oh, eyes. I mean, it's, like, there's something oh, about that. Yeah. I never get enough of it. They're like, imagine who wore this glove. Imagine what kind of crazy facial hair the guy who wore this glove must have had in 1910. We're the first person to hold this glove since that that guy. And I'm all that's all I care about is that feeling of like, <laughs> my God, wow. That's, you yeah, have a weird it. version of that power that Christopher Walken has in that movie Dead Zone, where he like shakes someone hand, someone's hand, and like sees their whole life story. <laughs> oh my god! It's just like looking at a spent cigarette butt, you're like, you just made a good movie. <laughs> you just made a, that's guy. a good idea. Right, shut no, the fuck up. Shut that's the fuck. Chris, write that. Chris, that's write what that. These mind video guys are dreaming of because they hold yeah. a cigarette and they wish they could see, you know, and hear the conversation, which they imagine to be salty. When it was mm. happening, you know what I mean. The, the guy who smoked that cigarette was probably saying, "Like, I'm tired of being in the Navy," <laughs> right. you know, or something like that. They imagine, you know, back then it's like talking about dames or something. I can they probably see think, this. I say, swearing they could be a movie star if they could get out of this place. It's just all comes back to piano man lyrics. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> do you think you think they're gonna? Do you think they're ever gonna really make a nuclear bomb? <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like that I hear they're working. He talks a big game. I hear they're working at it in Los Alamos. <laughs> That's what they imagine. I you just like I mean? the this comedy script is about Chris like being it's you and you love abandoned mine videos. And the the story is about you taking a trip to one of these mines, but little do you know it's a magic mine. And you end up picking up one of these items and you immediately flash into that person's life. Like it's now you in a mine when it's operating and you're like trying to make sense. You're like, whoa, oh, just a fish out of water. Tail. You know how happy you'd be, though. Part of this is fantasizing about the past in the sense yeah. that they want a simpler past. They're like, simpler look, life. I could yeah. just fucking go in here with a drill, probably half drunk. Right. I can make my make make maybe, uh, you know, more than my beer money for the day. Oh, yeah. Right. And then go to sleep on some cot wearing some greasy overalls and then do it again. Yeah. And then live out my days that way, smoking, smoking stubby cigarettes and talking about the Navy. And then, you know, and then nobody ever has to go on the Internet and nobody ever has to have an insurrection. And there's no goddamn, you know, Republicans haven't gone full QAnon and everybody's just acting like, you know, but it's all bullshit because back then sucked, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your realization. Yeah, yes, like it like, would be so much simpler, and people down there talking about like, wait a minute, this yeah. miner's cabin's full of racists. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and they were all murdered by their boss. My God, <laughs> nobody <laughs> even looked my, into it. My bunkmate's just masturbating out in the open. <laughs> Smitty, please, Smitty, Smitty, oh, yeah. couldn't please. you at least put a frying pan over that? Yeah, <laughs> I told you only bring only three of your erotic wood carvings into the bunk at a time. For God's sake, I thought we we agreed that we'd all masturbate inside the soup pot. <laughs> yeah.
with the soup pot on top of our crotches on top this of the bunk. You, and yeah, this is your life of chaos in this mining bunk. Yeah, you think it's like a simpler rules. life, but it's like They're way, like, oh way God. worse. Yeah. And then you're like, get me back to the internet. To 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds good. But anyway, yes. So there's like lines of people trying to look at a glove. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Underrated. I had it written down. Oh, underrated is my book. Yeah. yeah. The Advice King <laughs> Anthology. Hell yeah. Because, Hell yeah. I mean, for real, because this book came out and nothing happened. And uh, that was sort of stunning for me. I thought, so like, I, I thought today during the underrated, I would say like, hey, Terry Gross, I know you listen to this show. Right. Yeah. Get me on there. Right. And let me explain my book to you. And let yeah. me also explain that you're part of the problem and that NPR <laughs> is easy listening for the 1%. Yes. Let me tell you all about that. So right. I know that's not going to work. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to Chris Crofton, and uh, <laughs> he is the author of Advice King. The uh, Advice King anthology. anthology. The yeah. Advice King Anthology. Yeah. So anyway, I think that book is underrated. And, and I now have just found out, and you guys same shit everybody knows is like everything's do it yourself like uh there's no budget for anything because the budget right. goes to the ceo or you know i don't right. know who's ceo of vanderbilt is but they the the the, the, the actual vanderbilt uh, press is understaffed and underpaid right and even though they have an eight billion dollar endowment and i'm you know now i'm just saying yeah that's where all the money is is in university endowments that's just they're they're hoarding it in case of a rainy day or in case they like need to take over a country. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. I'm not sure it's so much money that they yeah, have. It's raining. Yeah. Like, the rainy day is now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I just, uh, I just, I love, uh, now I got to say something nice because I love the fact that they put out my book. They did. Yeah, they put out right. my book, but I know sure and it's not their fault. They, they told me ahead of time, there's not going to be, you know, we don't have a budget to do much. So right. I'm on my own with this book, which is okay because I've been, done this before. But sometimes you wish someone would review a book. Right. But I also talked to a dude who wrote, who's written eight books and I talked to him and he writes for the New York Times. And I said to him, hey, my book came out and it didn't get reviewed any, anywhere. And he got like he got he started looking off into the middle distance. and He got turned a funny color. And he said, I've written eight books <laughs> and none of them have gotten reviewed. Oh, yeah. And I write for the New York Times. Right, right, right. And he explained to me that rich people don't like to read about books. They like to read about food. So all the oh, news newspapers yeah. in the world have expanded their food sections and gotten rid of their book sections. Mm. So there's no, the reason why books have blurbs on them from other authors and things and friends now is because right. where it used to have been like, Atlanta Journal Constitution. Like oh, they don't, interesting. Those yeah. newspapers, those newspapers flat out don't review books anymore. Right. So there's just there's just very few places to get it reviewed. There's the usual suspects. There's like NPR or I mean not NPR, um, but you know, there's like New York Times occasionally. I mean, it's just like stand-up comedy. It's like, you know, oh, Conan has stand-ups on every other week now. Or right. you know, it's just like there's very few they want to go with celebrities always, always. So it's like yeah. the books that they will go with to review if there are reviews will always be, you know, I don't know, whoever, like I, Mario Lopez's, you know, <laughs> right. My Journey to Abs or whatever the hell. Yeah. 
you but know, if you could get your book into Mario Lopez's book club, that is the way to do it. Because the, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, no. What's sad is that they will be like they yeah. being the people who are trying to promote books will be like, do you know anybody famous? That's the model. I mean, that yeah. is the model. Find right. someone famous and have them put it on their Instagram. Right. Yeah. You know, do you know anybody famous? And I'm like, I know Jack O'Brien. I know Miles Gray. They're like, ooh, someone ooh. that won't harm you if you align with that public. <laughs> I know. You admit um, to see, knowing that. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know a couple of competitive weightlifters. Okay, great. great. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> you know the guy now who played talking. the mountain. <laughs> oh, no, he really need. That's not a model that's sustainable for for art. You can't. No. You can't like good artists never. Good artists aren't going to know celebrities. Not very well. I mean, like, if you go to L.A., you can move to L.A. and know some celebrities. I'm saying I'm not saying that we're all shitty artists if we know a celebrity, but because, you know, you if you live in Los Angeles, you get to, you could get to know them because they're everywhere. You know, I mean, me and Colin, Colin Farrell's in my other room right now. Mario Lopez book club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Him and Mario Lopez are in there. And he won't even review my fucking book. <laughs> no, and they won't review it and they won't share it on their Instagram because they say they got to save that for big stuff or something like that. <laughs> So, you know, like, well, yeah, they like, I got to save that for like my girlfriend's, my girlfriend's putting out a, you know, something earlier. Right. So, uh, my girlfriend makes pots. So, right. uh, I got to put up Sells her, them on Instagram. I can't, I can't, oh, I can't saturate my, you know what I mean? It's right. like, yeah. you know, even if you do know a famous person, they're, they're guaranteed to be just as paranoid about you as you're about their social media presence. So they're not going to share that shit. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what's going on. It's like, I'm just like trying to get, I figured it'd be fun to do an underrated where I said, hey, and this is really a fact. This book fucking rules. And it is so funny. And and I mean, the people who do read it well, have a better life. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, so. And they're so, what, making 20% more at their jobs too. I think I read something like that. Too. Yes. And they're taller slightly. Right. Wow. So, yes, and they sexually last longer. <laughs> so, all I'm saying is, if anyone listening to this fucking podcast wants to help out, because I'm going to be peddling this book now forever, and I will, because yeah. it's good. So, I don't give yeah. a shit. I'm go. like Hunter S. Thompson, except if Hunter S. Thompson was just told to do it on his own. Right. Like, right. oh, you got a good book? Good. Go on Instagram with it, Hunter Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> boomers. These fucking boomers had it so easy. Oh my yeah. god! I mean, they didn't really. I know that some boomer will be like, "It was always hard." That's what they always say. Yeah, yeah no, they're right. lying. They're lying. Yeah, but, but you know, Hunter S. Thompson didn't have to sell his goddamn book on fucking Instagram. Right? No, he didn't. But but hey, Zeitgang, get in there. I'm only seeing one review. The Zeitgang uh, has helped certain, me out a lot. Certain websites. So let's get the review. I want a review in a in in either the New York Times. Zeitgang. <laughs> I know Popular. one of you is a book reviewer for the New York Times. <laughs> Popular Mechanics would be okay. Yeah. Okay. Field and Reader's stream. Digest. Christian Science Monitor. Yes. Any of those things. But yeah, review the book. Be the first person. Imagine being the first person to tell people about the Bible. <laughs> that is a... That's, that's a, no, just... That is I'm a not saying my book's as good as the Bible. I'm just saying imagine that thrill. This would be maybe oh, similar. similar. Your book's if, definitely better than the Bible. The Bible I was going to say... The writing, at least. Hashtag apostles. When you have Neil Hamburger, Jamie Loftus, and Jim James from My Morning Jacket all saying, you need to fucking read this book, that's a triumvirate more yeah. potent than the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I would Thank say. So you. by that alone, this is the new Bible. I How about that? Is, we'll go a step further. Yeah, So and also just order it. You can order it on everything. It's on Amazon. <laughs> I don't order. give a shit. 
I don't give a shit if you buy it from Amazon. I don't care. You know, like I get money from that someday. I don't know how. <laughs> or just get it from, you know, Vanderbilt University Press. They got I just bought this book and get it from Vanderbilt University Press, even though you got to have a good solid half hour to do that. If you yeah. want to order it from Vander Vanderbilt University Press, you're going to need a half hour because they make you sign up. The fucking website will crash at least yeah. twice while you're on there. <laughs> But so okay, I, that's why I'm saying the book. you have to take the SAT. I just yeah. want it in people's hands. I want it in your head. I want yeah, you right. to read it because it, it will make you feel better. And I'm almost, I can't do any more pep talks until people more buy the book. There because you go. I'm running out of pep talks because right. I'm, I'm drowning in content that I, that I've got to move. I've got pallets of, <laughs> of, of, of hope. It's dying on the docks. I've got pallets of hope sitting here. Come pick them up so I can so I can get in a good mood again and give you more hope because my pep talks, I'm, I can't, writing the advice column at this point, I'm just like, people are like, man, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I usually I'm like, go hiking or fucking now. I'm just like, you know what? Suck eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tell me when you figure it out. Every man for himself. I'm miserable, which is not a good advice column. You know what I mean? Like, buy my book and then I'll be happy again. What is something you think is overrated? Overrated health and wellness. <laughs> health and wellness, because in my opinion, they're the same thing, and they're just trying to sell an extra thing to dumb rich people. <laughs> to add wellness to health. Bro. Yeah, it's rich people yeah. wanting to think there's a secret extra part of health that they get. Nah. It's just really just like a mani-pedi. Right, right, right. It's mostly just like the stress. You don't have the stress of having to toil to survive. That's also a huge part. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm so healthy. It's like, I don't, I don't have to toil either. I'm kind of just how all my needs are met. Health <laughs> and wellness. Yeah. It's like health and servants. <laughs> you know, there's something there's, so, I smell a rat. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, health and wellness. No, nah, fuck that. It's wealth and wellness. Yes. Or health and wealthness. Either. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yes, exactly. There you it go. Yes. Health, bro. It's wealth. It's wealth and health. Is that what wellness generally is? Is just like, treat yourself, guys. Like that sort you know, of, it's like the, the, it's like the shitty parts of goop, you know? Right. Right. Okay. The wellness industry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like, um, there's a, there's a, there's some dose of, there's something about it that's just strikes me as, is just like, just really shitty. Like somehow, like I was going to say it's tied up in eugenics. I don't think that's true. But I was, <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Fuck throw you. that claim out there. I'm sure on but, some you know, level. There's some, there's something it's something like i feel like it's racist like there's certain about like it's like anybody oh, can be healthy yeah it's like almost sure. like anybody can be healthy but it takes a white person to be well like that's right. how i feel like it is some it's some like yeah oh yeah you can be healthy if you're anybody can be healthy but are you well right and that means are you fucking white i mean i don't 100%. that's extreme and i don't mm. mean that everybody who says that thinks they're i only think about race stuff because i think about I think about it constantly only because of it's impossible not to. You look at the people who are pushing these like, you know, we're already healthy. Let's get well or tend to be wealthy white people because it's just like what else can yeah. once you get really rich, you just start to care about like extending your life. And right. And, and, well, that and, and also just all, again, like all of the things that are, you know, touted as being like, you know, essentials to your wellness are typically out of reach for most working people. And it's like, this is who, who, who can afford this? Who can right. afford this lifestyle you're prescribing via your wellness, you know, website or whatever? Right. And I think like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow pushing the idea that she's basically a magical person is, you know, is, you know, she's also a white lady with blonde hair. I mean, I think there's just a component of this like ultra health. 
like has to do with like Gwyneth Paltrow having blonde hair and translucent trying to turn like invisible. She's so white. Like, right. I just feel like there's like a certain amount of like stunt whiteness involved in this shit. Like, well, look how a, fucking white and blonde well, I, mean, I am. It's just generally too, like socioeconomically, there are people who have different life expectancies just by virtue of like who they are, where they're born and to what class they're born into. And then being like using that to be like, and that's my secret. Are these fucking berries? It's like, no, motherfucker. You probably had your parent, mother probably had good exactly. prenatal that's right. care. That's you right. You grew up pretty healthy. And there you could be people a good of color. diet growing up. You have lower health complications, but you want to point to the fucking whatever the fuck it is uh, and say that's the cause of and solution to all. I just problems. don't. I sometimes I feel like I come off like I hate white people, which is insane. Obviously, I'm a white person, but but I but I but I do feel like, you know, that. Well, you know, white people should police themselves a little bit on these things when they get into these like weird, like Aryan fucking Nazi things like health and wellness sounds like a division of fucking the yeah. Nazi party. You know, it right. just sounds like, you know, like it's just some sort of like uh, uh, there's something that strikes me really wrong about it. And then it's also just a scam to sell stuff. You know, it's just like uh, once you get into the rich person game, all it is is just life extension stuff and like panaceas and. And and snake oil and like you know uh, medicine show stuff where you just new moisturizers. It's just an like industry for people to, you know, once they get rich, they think about only two things: tax evasion and and smooth skin. Right, and living forever. <laughs> you know, living I mean, it's really in tax there's nothing yeah. else to fucking do. Yeah, the do. two right. things that are inevitable that you can't get away: death, death, and, taxes, death and taxes. And they're that. like, nope, fuck both of those. I will evade both. Yeah, I just feel like sometimes when people say wellness, they're about to say white. Right. That's how it feels. There's also a W. Yeah, right. or it's just it's just so, like, sort of ignorant of the idea of what is even being said, too. That, like, even if in the most innocent version of someone talking about wellness, it just, it, it, there's a there's a lack of regard for Yeah, what break is, it down. That's what, what I'm like. Say so, Tell me what break it down. What does wellness mean? You know, break it down. Nobody, you know, but I don't know who I'm saying this to. Break it down. I'm saying <laughs> break it down. I'm, I'm picturing myself saying this to Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Right. Or so she's listening. I would love to talk to you respectfully oh, about these man. issues. Oh, I she mean, was, you heard her. She's already coming with hot takes today. She said how uh, children of like famous people have to work twice as hard or some shit. I've she was like, said that. hang in They're, there, Nepo kids. They are really the what? people who are persecuted yeah. in no. this country. Yes. I've always said that. Oh God! Like, because she, she is like I don't. I'm sure most people know that, but she is the child of a famous person. So, and mm-hmm. then she herself is raising children of extremely famous people. So, so yeah. The 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 other thing was just as far as the overrated would be amenities versus you know which is connected. It's it's an amenities over culture. Wealthy people don't care about music. They don't care about art they care about music that's on in the background while they get a fucking massage they care about music that's on in the background while they fucking do a real estate deal music is being affected by the amenity culture it's being it's being forced to the background when it should be it's one of the most important heartening beautiful things in the world it's Mm -hmm. way more beautiful than real estate or way more beautiful than you know moisturizer or any of this other shit or earning skulls but it's basically free, you know, and that doesn't do shit for rich people. They don't know how to fucking make music. They don't know how to fucking engage with it. It makes them feel weird. They would rather have a hotel than a music venue. That's what's happening to Nashville. Like, it's not it's not just by accident. They value hotels more than music venues. That's why they're not 
staying around. It's because if we let these motherfuckers with obscene wealth or against our will let them, because you really can't combat these these like sort of capital, what do you call them? Venture capital, not venture capital, but just like, uh, you know, like like uh, consortiums or I, I can't think of it. Or like right institutional now. investors. Just like the big, just people, rich people who have like just these giant amounts of wealth that the, you know, the top 400 people have, and they put them into these huge funds and then they make over a whole city. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that the art is being displaced on purpose. Like it took me a while to figure that out. It's not just a side effect. It's something oh, yeah, that rich well, people do not value. In fact, music spaces always have made them uncomfortable because they don't feel at home there. They don't get it. They know about the creative the is something band. that they can't, that like dies the second they touch it. Right? It make, and it makes them feel uncomfortable. It yeah, makes them, they don't know because sure. they do not, they're programmed for whether by nature or nurture for capitalism only. So they just don't, they don't get it. And it, it makes them mad when they see people really enjoying music because they don't, that makes them feel bad. So they want to not see that. They want to see another thing they recognize, which is a Chipotle or a hotel or a, something they can use, something a rich person can use, a service mm. industry thing. And, right. and, and, and America is being recolonized. And this is like insane to, to say, but it's like, I mean, it's not insane to say. I, I just want, don't want to be insensitive to people who are actually colonized. But what I'm saying is that we came here, fucking made the Indians accept our culture at the, you know, or, or death. Like, you know, like go to Christian school and all the shit that's happening with indigenous like the whole residential schools thing in, in, mm-hmm. in Canada is insane. Right. I mean, absolutely insane. And it's all about like, basically people cu- coming in and saying, this is our culture, you're going to take it. And if you don't take it, we're going to fucking throw you off a cliff. And now that's happening <laughs> in this weird way where it's like, we're going to, we're re- the, the top, you know, 100 people or no, it's 10,000 richest people in America are making over America in the image that they want. And that's yep. an image that is there. It's like the fucking English going to India and making everybody learn how to do cricket. These motherfuckers are, re- are replacing music venues with hotels, not by accident, but because they want hotels more because they right. recognize those and they value them. Almost like fucking music is fucking some language that they want to stamp out and make it into just instrumental shit in the background of a TikTok video. Mm-hmm. And TikTok videos devalue music too. Anyway, these are all things I'm thinking about while I'm in a lousy mood. And it's all like friction. <laughs> it's just making it more frictionless, right? Like they, they've taken out any, like TikTok makes everything frictionless and, you know, their takeover of the Supreme Court just makes it, it's all stuff they've wanted to do and been pushing to do, but like they no longer have the stops in place. We no longer have the protections in place. It's all deregulation equals frictionless overpowering of the country by the wealthy. Like that's always, right. always, always going to be the case. And did you guys hear about the, I'm sure you did. You probably already talked about it. The, 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 they're, they're trying to raise the, the Republicans are trying to raise the retirement age for pilots. Did you <laughs> no. hear about that? No, no. I okay. mean, I saw that being floated around a while back, but I didn't, I wasn't sure what, what was going on with that. They're trying to raise the, the age for pilots to the mandatory retirement age for Commercial pilots is, is 65, but they want to raise it to 67 because there aren't enough pilots right. to just take them on vacation. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's wow. like having a sense. draft for like bartenders. Right. right. <laughs> and all because they don't want to raise wages. Right. They're, They're like, like well, we, we have can't to... attract people with this current thing. Well, then we got to get more out of the fucking people that are dumb enough to, or not dumb enough, but are doing the job. Eventually, they're going to lower the labor. They're going to make it so kids can work. That's what they dream of. Yeah, it's like, 
Uh, this is your pilot speaking. My name's <laughs> Brett. I'm 14. I didn't connect this is my fir- there, first but... flight. <laughs> but also, people like, towards the end, great. Towards the end of their career, people towards the end of their career and like towards re- normal retirement age are easier to manipulate and, and like pay less because oh, 100%, they can't are, yeah. they can't like just switch paths, you know, switch careers easily. So they're just like, yeah, now let's. Let's keep grinding these poor bastards down. I just think it's so funny that that's their legislation. They can't pass fucking anything, but they're like, you know what we're going to need to do? We're going to need to do a draft, like a military draft, but for caddies. (laughs) Golf caddies. Have we gone to our second break yet, (laughs) by the way? No. No. Let's do that, and then we'll come back and talk about, real briefly, a couple of stories that are happening. Let's do it. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The future of customer experience is here, and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. 
Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. And we're back. And all right, let's talk real quick. What what happened in DC on Wednesday? Basically, Schumer. Look, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell has been saying there there's this thing called like the Chips Act. There's this bill to basically make more semiconductors and shit in the United States. So hell yeah, it's not as US. dependent <laughs> on China, <laughs> and will also help the automobile industry and you know relieve some supply chain issues. American Ultimately, just to cars. help you know the commerce run free. Right. And this was like a thing that had bipartisan support, too, because they're like, yeah, you know, it's got China in it. So it was helping, you know, conservatives and be like, yeah, OK, let's push back against all of this. And Mitch McConnell is essentially saying, look, you will not have bipartisan support for this bill if you try at all to resurrect any section of the Build Back Better Act. Don't even fucking think about it. If you do, you're, we're going to withhold all the support and et cetera, et cetera. So Wednesday, bipartisan support for the CHIPS bill. It passes. Then hours later, Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin, like some WWE characters, emerge from the shadows with hands like like just holding hands, being like, we've reached a deal on a bill to address climate, the climate, health care and some taxes. And we can do it all under reconciliation. So we don't need fucking 60 votes. We can do it with 50. And you know what? Guess what? You know, I know everyone was really cynical, but Manchin really hates inflation. So Schumer was like, hey, why don't we call this? Why don't we spend money on all this stuff? But we can call it the Inflation Reduction Act. And, you know, this bill could even <laughs> reduce the deficit by 300 billion. He's like, I'm in. Got his ass. So yeah. it will help. fight. It so is. It does have a question mark at the end. Is the, the, the name of the bill is Inflation Reduction Act? Uh, question how about mark. it? Maybe. <laughs> And it will finally help, you know, like lower health care costs because Medicare can now negotiate directly to set prescription drug costs. This has been a fucking thing people have been talking about for ages. Then it will, you know, lower some senior out-of-pocket expenses, reduce Obamacare uh, costs for people who will be seeking coverage on the exchange. And the prescription drug savings and a new tax of 15% on corporate profits will help fund the healthcare portion, as well as $369 billion in climate funding. And a lot of these are coming in the form of incentives. And you're like, wait, what the fuck, Joe Manchin, huh? Not only that, like I said, Schumer played McConnell and everyone's sort of like, this is wild. You have corp climate spending, increased corporate taxes and healthcare. Wee! Not so fucking fast, you fucking idiot. You forgot this was America all of a sudden. Because, yes, as Ed Markey from Massachusetts describes this as, quote, the most significant investment in environmental justice and climate action in American history, that sounds good. But just like criminal justice reform in this country, even the slightest movement towards progress will be just by default the most significant action we've ever taken. And I'm not trying to take a full shit on this bill because there are good things in it. You know, like it's it, there are there are uh you know, like it, there is encouragement for more renewables and tackling emissions reductions and things like that. And they'll say it'll re reduce emissions by about 40 percent in 2030. And analysts are like, OK, that's feasible. 
But what this bill really does, it, it gives Manchin the feel goods by investing more in like there was a bit of a deal. He wanted more infrastructure to be able to sell more fossil fuels, essentially, to get uh, the product to ports to be able to ship it out. And also this bill, what it really does, a lot of the emphasis is really on relying on cars. And all the experts have said repeatedly, just just switching cars to electric isn't going to cut it. Like we need actually need to be more efficient across the board. Like we need more green spaces. We need better urban planning so people can walk to places or take light rail or take bikes or have better bike lanes, because those are all the things that help people create less emissions. So sounds very un-American. Just after. Yeah, just exactly. From my point Get of view. away from fucking cars? No. Yeah. So what the bill does, it incentivizes not. consumers to just buy electric cars. And when it mentions trains and light rail, the purpose is to say that those industries are excluded from the funding. So, you know, it's it, it's interesting because it's doing some good things while also really putting like ignoring something that a lot of climatologists and people have saying been saying, which is like, I know we all think electric car equals no emissions, which is true from the car. But right. if you think about what it takes to make the car and to also power the where car. the fucking electricity comes for your car, that's where the bigger issue is, because on, unless you're charging that shit straight off a solar panel, it's pretty likely that the electricity you're using to charge an EV is coming from burning fossil fuels. So right. the, I was just reading in Vice, they were one of the reporters there was just like, you know, giving like sort of a sober analysis of like what's happening. Like there are some good things, but the car piece really wanted to bring to people's attention that, you know, how efficient an electric car actually is. And this is from Vice. It says, quote, electric car owners today would generally be thrilled to get an efficiency of four miles per kilowatt hour. Uh, most get less. But if you're traveling at 65 miles per hour on the highway, that means using 16 kilowatts to travel for one hour. In that same time, a whole home air conditioner running at full tilt is using something like four kilowatts. So driving on the highway uses at a bare minimum as much electricity as running four air conditioners at once. But realistically, right. most EVs get less than four miles per kilowatt hour, and most people drive faster than 65 miles per hour on the highway. So the actual effect is probably more like five or even seven air conditioners. Right. So we have, sure, we can go, we can talk about electric vehicles, but we really need to, you know, sincerely address the electric, the energy generation piece of it all too, because then everything is thrown out of whack. So we've taken a step forward and maybe like, two thirds back. So yeah. still forward progress. But again, it's a very American bill that many are like, it's revolutionary. But it's like, when you think of how much has to be done and how little we've done, sure, it is. All that to say, this this has to be built upon rather than I'm sure many people like to be like, hey, well, we did that 369 billion, even though we were talking about a trillion dollars before this. We need to look at nuclear energy is what we need to look at. But <laughs> We're, that's a conversation for another day. I want to measure everything by air conditioners now. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, like, man, I, man, I had an orgasm. That thing was probably the force <laughs> of like nine air conditioners, <laughs> nine air, hours of air blast. conditioning, running full, full blast. I'll full tell you blast, what, standard you know size American home. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's <laughs> you wild. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Man, oh, yeah. this guy gets oh, wow. it. I took a six air conditioner shit the other day. Oh boy, <laughs> full blast! Those things are all full blast. Get the plunger. 
Get the Instead plunger. of right now, when I uh, measure everything and how much it takes to mint a Bitcoin. That's what I usually <laughs> right. measure it in. used to be my old, <laughs> my old way of making sense of it all. Uh, but right. I mean, this is all, like, again, it's good that there is movement towards tackling this, even though, again, it took Joe Manchin. The way he's talking about the bill, too, is just like he's just dunking on Joe Biden's, like, agenda, too, as if right. he's still, like, this conservative. It's really weird. He said, quote, for too long, the reconciliation debate in Washington has been defined by how it can help advance Democrats a political agenda called Build Back Better. Build Back Better is dead. And instead, we have the opportunity to make our country stronger by bringing Americans together. Shut the fuck up. Seems Joe, like man. the president just needs to be a like punching bag. Like that is the role of the, Amer- of the American president now is that like just take it for granted. Everyone's going to hate them. And then you can consolidate Congress against them to get things done. Right. And like just how big a stooge they are is like the <laughs> like how useful they are, basically. That's interesting. Yeah, because the the approval ratings have just like gone down, 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 down. Of course, because the because the real power is with multinational corporations, right? Um, and, so they can't the, do anything. The president yeah. is basically like just set dressing to distract people, but people aren't even like distracted by the president anymore. They're just like fuck that guy. You know, I mean, they, they're like BP. We say fuck Trump. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it goes back to like it's just a, it's just depressing. But anyway, just thinking about like you know. Net, network, the movie Network from mm-hmm. 1970. Fuck, something. Yeah, all those yeah. movies. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take anything anymore. Yeah, but called that, cynical at the time. Or got it exactly right. Right. The the, the, the sp- famous speech where Ned Beatty playing essentially God, telling Peter Finch like, uh, you know, your 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 act is over. We're we're canceling you because you you know you're getting too negative and you're telling too many truths and for a while mm-hmm. you were entertaining but now you're just you know you you were you know you are you're you're revealing what's behind the curtain and what's behind the ca- curtain is that there are no nations there's just dollars there's no nations right. anymore there's no these nations are yeah. just these nationalism and these the things are just distractions between, to keep people yeah. busy while the real business of running the 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 world goes on at you know the G7 or the you know Davos. Uh, yeah or like any of these like big you know, fucking Bilderberg Group or whatever these uh, these these Build things. Bear, I believe it is. Yeah, Build yeah. a Bear is actually Build a Bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Wherever they're building bears. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying keep your eye on those Build a Bear workshops. Yeah. And they're man. building bears, like bears that are gonna be able to shoot guns at people. Well, <laughs> if you think Bilderberg and Build a Bear are not connected, come on, wake <laughs> the wow. fuck up. Now, now, now who's asleep at the you're wheel? You're talking to now the wrong guy, Jack. Asleep at Jack, the wheel. I think everything is true. <laughs> But yeah, the president is just like a freaking, I mean, it's not, he doesn't, it's really bad. You know, it's just like, we should really just say like the people who are on the world are like Jeff Bezos and stop using these middlemen and stuff and just make them the president. And then everybody can be mad at them instead. Yeah. Biden, stop pointing Biden at Biden Joe didn't do anything. Too. He didn't like, do anything. And I mean that yeah. literally, he didn't do anything, but he can't. We should say that this is a piece of sponsored content that uh, we are using to launch Jeff Bezos' 2024 presidential campaign. Yep. Uh, We just we think he's going to be he's the man for the job, especially if you take a just Google Jeff Bezos cowboy hat and just just Google can Amazon deliver. And they can. And so can President Bezos. I think you're right, though, you know. Jack, I think at that, that point that the, the these big businessmen who really run the world are using the the president of the United States as just like a foil to make themselves like they're 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 they they're the ones in charge. 
Um, you know, Chuck Schumer's daughter is an Amazon lobbyist. I just right. found that out. That's, you know, what? Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> That's so you know? cool for her. He's a yeah. Democrat. You know, he's he's got a daughter who's a lobbyist for a fucking corporation. I mean, of that's course. whatever. He's a I mean, it's just, it's, that's all, you know. So, yeah. So it's it like it's like really these guys are getting to aggrandize themselves by being like, hey, we could run this better than this idiot. Like, you know, right. but they are running it and they're not yeah. running it better. They don't need they don't. When you have that much wealth, you have you actually have no need to be anywhere near like office because you can you can. We already just talked about how much can be done by 27 billionaires spending right. less than 1% of the money they made during the pandemic to shift things massively. You were just constantly. talking about that? Like it not not in this episode. <laughs> no, 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 right, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, like two I'm... like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so that you're right though that the president is functioning now as a guy to make for the the corporate heads to who are running shit. Look at I mean, I would say effectively Clarence Thomas is the most powerful person in the world. Oh, right. well, yeah, then there's the, you know the, what I mean? And then it, it shows too, like, what is the, like how these offices operate are, you know, based on how we perceive them, or we can really choose to look at where the influence comes from. And it's about the billions of dollars that are constantly being pumped into people's pockets or into yeah. packs and things like that. Cause this. those and same like, big business huh? people, whether they realize it or not, they're, they're sort of the dark money that that they generate, whether it's whether they're actually donating to Clarence Thomas or, or not, ultimately the forces of big business are installing right wing politicians yeah. because that those are the ones that serve their interests. Yeah. So Hold my um, money forever and I don't want to ever die. And just poking a finger at Joe, Joe Biden, you know, man, talk about being a president at the wrong time. I mean, right. like you just signed up to be like just like a fucking just to be also, shit on. I mean, there's no one believes in the I mean after Trump, especially, no one believes the president has any. Well, just like also the worst, mm. the the a less appropriate person couldn't come at a worse time. Right. You know, like the momentum, you know, you can't have someone who's like hails from Delaware, which is we love we hey, incorporate here, baby, because we'll we'll bend over backwards to accommodate your business. Like from coming from a place like that to tackle the problem of like the wealth and influence of moneyed interests in corporations. Like it, huh? Yeah. How do no. you know so much about Delaware? Cause that's like, that's like one of the first things I was taught in like government. Everything's like a Delaware class. corporation. Yeah. Like that you got to incorporate. Or even I remember like the first business class I took like in college, like, yeah. And every, and you got to incorporate in Delaware, like there yeah. or Nevada, like those are your options. But like most companies do, and all the credit card companies are in Delaware. Like there's a reason why, you know, that's like, it's like being from, I don't even know what the example for California would be, but like if we said, you know, our biggest industry was weed or something like that, yeah. it'd be like being a California Democrat who's like being like, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm against uh, legalizing weed. It's yeah. like, what? That's not how this state works. Well, you know it's what? It's a state where like white collar crime, there's a white collar crime purge happening at all times. They're like, no, you're good here, man. You just say your company's located here. We're, we're good. You don't even have to be located here. You just right. need to say you're from here. I like that yeah. this just turned into a Delaware regional Man, fuck podcast. Delaware. <laughs> like, imagine if Daily Zeitgeist every day was just like, Delaware. Oh. <laughs> what are we going to do about Delaware? I don't know what Delaware. Jack and Miles are doing. They've been talking about Delaware for like nine, epi nine episodes. And they also have that accent that we started out talking about. I'm going to start listening to that Dax Shepard show. Dax Shepard yes. doesn't talk about no. Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've been, by the way, I got a friend in academia who's been digging down into the landfills. 
in uh, in <laughs> Delaware. Delaware. Uh huh. And they're using a lot more dildos than they're admitting to. Yeah, there it is. Oh. Mm-hmm. All dildos. Turns All out in 1974, down. we figured about one dildo a block. <laughs> no way. No way. Four or five and, a household. And if you think those are energy efficient, either that or one household going. had like 650,000 dildos, <laughs> but we don't so, think so. It's wild to think there's like this one address I know that has like hundreds of thousands of businesses like use right. this address in Delaware to say that's where they're incorporated. And it's just wild all because of the the business friendly loopholes in mm-hmm. the state, like name any company. It's like Amazon, Apple, fucking Facebook, JP Morgan. Like they're all there. They all live in the same house together. Yeah. Our house. Well, Chris Crofton, as always, such a pleasure having you. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? The you can find me. Thank you, Miles. We, we, you can find me at uh, Amazon.com, <laughs> Advice King Anthology, and it's a book, and, and you can get it, yeah, on Amazon.com, which is, you know, like one of my favorite websites. And um, then you can also follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, hashtag, uh, hashtag, at The Crofton Show. And Cold Brew got me like the podcast, which is on, we're putting it up every Monday now. And it is a lot of fun. And also like lately, it's been really kind of depressing because I've been in a shitty mood, but it's like the podcast where I let my real self out, which means, you know, lately it's just like a lot of angst, but it's a uh, cold brew got me like is the podcast. And we, we're not on Twitch anymore. We're just on uh, all the other, you just know, we're on, on the... we're on being, being, be all bean the pod. bean yeah. we bean weasel and all the main platforms, yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, and uh, pod yeah, snarfer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're on um uh, we're on chicken chicken house and all <laughs> all the main all the main platforms. All the main ones, we, the ones yeah. that are just household names that uh-huh. you know of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, I wanted to say, if you guys want to get a fucking iHeartRadio, Chris Crofton goes to abandoned mines thing going. <laughs> we got just... Will Ferrell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, you know, me and Will Ferrell oh, you know going Will? into an abandoned oh, nice. mine. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I don't know him, but I'll know him after we go in a mine together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's the show. Like you, every every guest you take into a mine and see. Hell if that, yeah! If you hey, Will Ferrell, your oxygen meter is going off. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet or some work of social media you've been enjoying? Tw- uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, where else can you fucking find me? Uh, obviously, Miles and Jack got Matt Boosties. Check out the latest episode, episode, episode with Jasmine Watkins. It was a really fun time. Also, rate and, and review the Daily Zeitgeist. And also check uh, me out on 420 Day Fiance if you like 90 Day. Some tweets yeah, yeah. that I like. Let me see. Now, one of the, it's, it's really this one. This is from Robbie Slowick at Robbie Slowick uh, tweeted. Uh, just like in parentheses, starts making decent money for the first time. The universe money is actually worth less now. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I didn't always like that. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Actually, that was, that was the the one tweet that got to me. How about you, Chris? Any any tweet that got to you lately? Oh man, you know, there's so many. I uh, I like tweets. Hell yeah! You All know right. what I mean. And yeah. uh, I would say one of my favorite tweeters is, uh, God, I don't fucking know. 
Blair Saki. I, I, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. say Blair Saki. Go best. check out. Go follow Blair Saki and uh, and everything she tweets is good. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Charlie James tweeted, uh, "A cab includes people who drive a Dodge Charger." I think that's true. <laughs> wow, that, that that is true. Am I? Uh, I think that's I mean, it true. Is, it's a cop car in some place. It's already a cop yeah. car for CHP. Yeah, and, and overfunded. I, I also LAD just heard too. about a cop who uh, who like retired at fifty nine and bought like a. This is like anecdotally. This is not. This is somebody who knows somebody like friend of a friend cop who retired at 59 and like bought a second like multi-million dollar home so cops have i i feel like they don't need more funding contrary to what some democratic politicians hey, i mean look they need a living wage <laughs> Uh, I also like this from Tyler Snodgrass. For some reason, my entire Twitter feed is accounts I don't follow, and they're all like shirts that go hard, animals going goblin mode, out of context humans, humans dying maybe, goblins going animal mode, memes from 12 <laughs> years ago, pies with threatening auras, men oh. being dogs, dogs, three exclamation point. That's and true. That is true. That's I happening do to love me too. Everything's going go goblin hard. mode all of a sudden. Everything's yeah. going goblin mode. Even goblins are going goblin mode sometimes. Usually animal mode though. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and our website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Oh, no. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Uh, this is an album. Well, this is a track from an album called Marshmallow by this like obscure production. I don't know if it's one person or it's a team called The Sweet Enoughs. And the album sounds like it's like really trippy instrumental music. Like it sounds like like hold music if you were like on an acid trip. Well, I thought it was gonna be from my favorite genre, spa music. That's my favorite. Ah, uh, no, music. this is hold. It's <laughs> like you call the hell, but hell like also because like all the great artists are in hell that they make the hold music. Uh, and I don't know what how you want to process how I just described that. But like mm. I said, it's great instrumental music. The whole album is just, it's nice texture. And I know Chris was talking about music that's in the background of shit. This can be in the foreground or the background, but this is the mm. Sweet Enoughs with Marshmallow. All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning, back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. And we'll talk yeah. to you all then. Bye. Thank Bye. you, guys. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. 
Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.